Hello, I'm Derek Walker. I'm the pastor of the Oxford Bible Church, and we're in a series called The ABCs of Faith. And today we're on to the prayer of faith, which uh, Jesus talked about in, Ma- in uh, Mark 11:24, when he told us that when we pray, we should believe we receive it, and then we would have it. We have to believe we receive it in the spirit, because God's blessing is a spiritual, and then we will see it manifested in our life in due course. Let's read that in Mark 11:24. Jesus said, therefore I say to you, that's a sign that he's fixing to say something important. He says, whatsoever things you desire, so this is a general rule for prayer, whatsoever things you desire, it's clearly talking about particular things in your life that you need from God. It's your personal receiving from God. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. People stumble over that because a lot of times people will believe it when they see it, when they see the answer manifested. But Jesus said you're to believe you receive it when you pray. Then if you believe you receive it, you will have it. So there's some conditions here for actually uh, receiving from God. First of all, whatsoever things you desire. You have to desire this thing that you're praying for, obviously. Um, You've got to know what you need. You've got to desire it. And it's not enough that you desire it. Just because you want something badly doesn't mean you're going to get it. Because Jesus said you've also got to pray. When you pray, you must come to God and ask him for it. James 4.2 says you don't have because you do not ask. It's important to ask. Now, that's not enough. Just because you've asked God for it doesn't mean you're going to get it. Because he says when you ask, you've got to believe that you receive it. That what? What you desire. What you've asked for. That's, you've got to also believe you receive it when you pray. Well, a lot of Christians pray hoping God will hear them. But actually, when we, believe we, when we pray, we are to believe we receive the answer even before we see it. And finally, in verse 25 is another condition. He says, if you are standing praying, don't think it's going to work if you're harboring unforgiveness in your heart. And so all these conditions that are laid down are not designed to make it hard for us, but it's that God wants us to be successful in our praying, to connect with his power and to avoid the pitfalls. So he's pointing out the ways in which it can go wrong. Well... You need to make sure you have forgiveness in your heart. You need to be ready to believe you receive when you pray. And that's what I want to prepare you to do uh, today, to pray the prayer of faith. The result is guaranteed. You will have it. All right. How can we believe we receive when we pray? This is only possible if we have confidence in God and in his word. Hebrews 4, verse 16 says the same. Let us come boldly with confidence to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy for ourselves and grace to help in time of need. In other words, it's talking again about obtaining mercy for ourselves. We can obtain the answer when we come to the throne and pray. This takes confidence 
to come to God and obtain the answer. That means we go away from the throne with the answer in our hands. How can we have that confidence? It's by knowing that it's a throne of grace. Grace means what God has freely given to us. You see, Jesus has already paid the price for everything, and he's already given us all things. We need to have confidence to come to him, realize that all things are ours in his grace, and obtain it, believe we receive it. How can we get this kind of confidence? It's by knowing God's word. We've got to build our confidence in God's word before we can pray the prayer of faith. We don't just come to God hoping to get something. We have to believe that he gives it to us upon request. He immediately releases the answer to us if it's something in his word, in his will. And so we come with confidence and believe we receive it from him. You know, it's that God has put food and drink on his table and he invites all the children of God to come and eat and drink freely. You know, if your children came to your dinner table in fear, begging, oh, Daddy, can I have a little piece of bread, Uh, all, all kind of nervous and fearful, what would you think about, you know, parents with children like that? Or if there were children coming confidently to the dinner table and just saying, can I have this, please? With confidence, knowing that their parents love them and will give it to them. That's how we ought to be, you see. Uh, Jesus said, didn't he, that if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more does the loving Heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him in the, and, or give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? You see, all God's blessings are spiritual. They're given in the Holy Spirit. And he says, you just have to come and ask and you'll receive because God gives you it upon request. You've got to have that confidence that you're his child, that you're loved by him. The prayer of faith applies to healing. In James 5.15, it says, the prayer of faith will heal the sick and the Lord will raise them up. The prayer of faith. The prayer of believing you receive when you pray. Who prays that? Actually, it's not the elders of the church. It's the person who is sick. He can praise the prayer of faith. And the elders also are praying in faith Uh, and transmitting God's healing power to him, but he still has to believe he receives his healing. And if he does, he'll be raised up. You see, healing belongs to us as God's children. Healing is the children's bread. Didn't, in the Gospels, it says, you know, that it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Uh, It's part of a bigger story, but basically Jesus calls healing the children's bread. If you're a child of God, healing belongs to you. And that means you can come to Jesus with a prayer of faith and say, Lord, give me this day my daily bread. And so we've got to have confidence to believe that we receive when we pray. How can we have that confidence? 1 John 5, 14 and 15 gives us uh, the, the, the confidence we need to come to God in pray the prayer of faith. Let's read that. Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we asked of him. This tells us the confidence that we need. Uh, We can think of it as uh, two or perhaps three levels of confidence that we need established in our life. I want you to know, first of all, 
you have to be confident that what you're asking is according to his will. What's the will of God? It's the word of God. So when you, to pray the prayer of faith, you have got to know God's promise for that situation. You've got to know it's the will of God. You can't believe beyond his word. You have a scripture or two that covers your case. You know it's according to his will. If you don't have that confidence, then of course you can't believe you receive it when you pray. Um, sometimes the Holy Spirit gives us a specific confidence by revelation as well. But primarily we get that confidence from the word of God. Find the scripture that covers your case. You can't receive what isn't God's will. Now, but God's will in his word covers many good things. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. God freely gives us all things. His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. I pray that you prosper in all things and be in health, even as your soul prospers. The Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved, healed, and delivered. Hallelujah. God's will is, for, is salvation, healing, and abundant life for you. So the words of God, the promises of God, cover all the areas of life. So first of all, you must have confidence in the word of God, in the promise of God, that what you're asking is according to his will. And that covers a, a lot many things. But that in itself is not enough. I want you to notice it's not enough just to have confidence that what you're asking for is the will of God. Because you might still have a problem. You might think it's God's will. But the issue is, will God give it to me when I ask for it? Or maybe he'll delay it. Maybe he'll wait till I'm more deserving of it. And so we can have a lack of confidence that will prevent us from receiving when we pray. Because if I don't know that God will give it upon request, if I think, you know, how can I believe I receive it when I pray? And so we must have an extra confidence. He says, this is the confidence that we have in him. Notice this confidence is in God himself, in the character of God. What is the confidence we need in the character of God? This is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, of course that's necessary, he hears us. Now, we need to understand what this word hear means. It actually means that he answers us. We, we might say in English, you know, I hear you. That means I'm responding to what you've said. And, and in the Greek and, and the Hebrew, it basically also means obedience. It means, it means response. We need to have a confidence in God that, that he is a good God. He is a generous God. He's a giver not a withholder, that when we ask him for something that's his will, he doesn't hold it back from us, but he gives it to us freely. He hears us, he answers us, he releases the answer immediately to us. That's the confidence that is often lacking with, with believers. How did you receive salvation from God? You came to him with confidence, believing it was his will to save you, but also that he loved you so much that he did not delay his answer, that the moment you asked Jesus into your heart, he came in. The moment you called upon him, he saved you. You had that confidence, you see, that he answered you when you prayed. And on that basis, you're able to believe you received Jesus into your heart when you prayed. That's the prayer of faith. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. 
we first need to have confidence in the promise of God, the word of God, that it's his will. But then we need to have confidence in God himself that when we ask him for this thing, he gives it to us immediately in the spirit. And therefore we can receive it from him in our heart. Praise God. How can I build that confidence? I need to know from the word of God that this is true. God hears me when I pray. I like what Jesus said just when he was about to raise Lazarus from the dead. In uh, John eleven forty one. he said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me and I know that you hear me always. He had confidence because he always prayed according to God's will. God always heard him and answered him and he had already received the resurrection of Lazarus in his spirit. He had already prayed and received that. Now all he had to do, he got it in his spirit, all he had to do was speak it out. Lazarus come forth and the miracle happened. But he'd already received it in prayer, you see. So there is, there's confidence building here from the scriptures that says the Lord will hear when I call to him. I have called upon you and you will hear me, O God. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The Lord is far from the wicked, but his, he hears the prayer of the righteous. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. You see, we must be confident that he's the God of the immediate response. Hallelujah. If we have this confidence that God gives us the answer when we pray, he releases the blessing to us upon request, then we can come to him and obtain it. We can believe we receive it. Or, as he says in verse John, 1 John 5.15, he says, if we've got these two confidences in place, it's according to his will, and if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us, he answers us. Then he says, and if we know that he hears us, whatsoever things we ask according to his will, we've got that in place, then we know that we have the petitions that we've asked of him. That's the third confidence we can have. If we know God, this is his will, if we know that he gives it to us when we pray, then we can also have the confidence to come to him and believe we receive it from him when we pray. In other words, that we have the petitions that we ask of him, that we possess the answer in our spirit. You see, that's the confidence. If we have that confidence in God, we can come and we can believe we receive when we pray. You see, he's the God of the immediate response. Our confidence is that if we know he hears us when we pray, if we know he sends the answer to us, then we also know we have it because we believe we receive it. We can only believe we receive it if we have the confidence that God sends the answer when we pray. I like what he said in Lazarus, about Lazarus, John eleven forty one. He said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. He had already prayed. He had already received the answer from God, and he's thanking God for the answer. I want you to notice Lazarus has not yet been raised from the dead, but Jesus is talking. He's already prayed the prayer of faith. God's heard him. He's got the answer, you see, and he's thanking God for it because he's got it. Now all he had to do was speak the word. You release that faith now by speaking the word. But that's another talk. All right. So what is this 
confidence in God that God answers us when we pray. This is faith in God's grace and liberality, that God is not withholding any blessing from us, that all his blessings are paid for by the blood of Jesus and released to us in the Holy Spirit so that now we can just come and receive. It's as if I've got this box of chocolates and I say, look, I've paid for it. It's yours. All you've got to do is come and receive it. You've got to have confidence to come and receive it. You come and you take it. Why? Because I'm not withholding it from you. So all the blessings of God that are paid for by the blood of Jesus, you can come and receive, but you have to build your confidence first. Let me give you some scriptures to build that confidence that God freely gives you all these things. Isaiah 65, 24 talks about the new covenant. In this, it shall come to pass, he says, before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. You see, God initiates the answer immediately as soon as you call. Psalm 84, 11, the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold to those who walk uprightly. You've got to believe that God is a giver, not a withholder. He's not holding back from you. He wants every good thing in your life. He wants you to prosper in all things, even as your soul prospers. The Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. He has pleasure blessing you. He isn't holding it back. He's extravagant. He's abundant. He's rich towards us. The Lord is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise God. I love Romans 8.32. It says, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? You see? We know how loving and generous God is. The fact that he gave his son, he didn't hold back his son. Will he hold anything else back from us? No. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Every spiritual blessing is ours now. His divine power is given to us, has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And he says that he's given us the promises that through them we might be partakers of these things, of the divine nature. All the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Without faith it is impossible to please God. But he who comes to God in faith must first of all believe that he is. Not that he was and, or he will be, but he is now. He's in the now. You're meeting him in the now. You're going to receive from him now. And you've got to believe that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You've got to believe God's a rewarder. He's a giver, not a withholder. That he releases the answer immediately because you've come to him diligently and he will reward you. You know, there's examples in, in Daniel that are interesting of how God answered prayer immediately. Uh, in Daniel 9.22, the angel says, Daniel, I've come in answer to your prayer. He says, at the beginning of your supplications, the command went out from God's throne, and I've come to tell you the answer. Notice, as soon, he said, as you started praying, God released the answer. In Daniel 10:12, it says, Daniel, from the first day that you started to pray, your words were heard, and I have come because of your words. He says, God responded immediately, but an evil uh, angel 
He says, withstood me 21 days. And so God sends the answer in the spirit immediately, but there can be things that cause that answer to be delayed. The manifestation was delayed for three weeks because of opposition. But God sent the answer immediately, you see. But it may take time before it comes into manifestation. But he sends it at once in the spirit. And so we must have the confidence to come, believe we receive when we pray, and then the answer will come forth from the spirit into the natural. One of the great passages on this is James chapter 1, verse 5 to 8. It talks about praying the prayer of faith for wisdom. That's a very important area, isn't it? You're in a situation, you don't know what to do. You need wisdom. You need to know the God's plan for your life. And uh, he says, this is something you can receive through the prayer of faith. He says, if any one of you lacks wisdom, but this could be health, it could be anything, any need, I believe, would also apply. If any one of you lacks, what should you do? Let him ask of God. Let him ask of God. But then he explains it, you've got to ask in faith if you want to get results. Let him ask of God who gives to all men liberally and without reproach. That's God. He gives liberally, freely. He doesn't hold back. He d- there's no reproach. He doesn't say, oh, you're, not, you're not deserving yet. You've you got to do, earn it a bit more. I'm going to delay the answer because you're not quite ready. No, he says he gives to all liberally and without reproach. Notice, and it says, and it will be given to him. The implication is immediately, God sends the answer. It will be given to him. But let him ask in faith. Now, what do you have to believe? You have to believe that God is a liberal giver. He gives freely, you see, with no doubting. The doubting means that you doubt that fact, that God's a liberal giver, you see. Because if you doubt that, how can you believe you receive it? You have to believe that God's a liberal giver, that he gives freely upon request. You have to ask in faith. God gives the answer. But if you're to receive it, you have to believe that God's a liberal giver. Hallelujah. Ask in faith with no doubting. He who doubts is like the wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind, by the circumstances in life. The one who doubts, you see, looks at the circumstances, looks at his feelings, and he's, he's not sure. He's double-minded, it says. Let not that man suppose he will receive anything from the Lord. Now, I want you to notice, when that person asks, it does say, God will give it. Even if he doesn't ask in faith, God is faithful to give the answer. But, if he does not believe that God gives the answer when he prays, he cannot receive it from God. And therefore, he goes away empty-handed. God gave it to him, but he didn't receive it. He can't receive it from the Lord. Why not? Because he's a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Because he's got enough faith to come to God and ask for it, but he doesn't have enough faith in God, in God's love and generosity that God would give the answer immediately so that he could receive it. And so this man fails to receive. Not because God didn't give it to him, but because he didn't have confidence in God that God would answer his prayer. And so I want you to have confidence in God, whatever you have need of, that you would come to him. You need to have confidence that what you're praying 
is God's will. Maybe there's something you're asking God for right now, but you, haven't, you need to have the confidence. Is it God's will? Do you know a scripture that promises that to you? Then you need to have the confidence that if you ask anything according to his will, he hears you. He's going to answer you. When you ask for that wisdom, when you ask for, ask for that healing, we're going to do that in a second now. Get ready. When you ask for that answer, that thing, you need to have confidence that God loves you and God will release it to you in the spirit immediately. And if you've got that confidence, then you can have the confidence that when you ask, as Jesus said, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them from God into your heart, into your spirit, and then you will have them, you see. If you've got that confidence that God will release that healing power to you, when you pray, I want you to pray this prayer of faith with me right now. Whatever you're wanting from God. Say this prayer with me. Let's come to God together. Dear God, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you that you, by your blood, you have purchased every blessing for me. You've purchased that healing for me. You've purchased that wisdom for me. And I come to you now in the name of Jesus. And right now, Lord, I come to your throne of grace. You're giving that thing freely to me. Right now, Lord, I believe I receive it right now. I thank you that it's your will. And Lord, you give me the answer when I pray. I look you in the face. I see you, Lord, that you are giving this to me, that you love me, that you're freely giving it. You are rich to all who call upon you. Lord, I'm calling upon you now, and I know you're rich to give it to me. You're generous. You're not withholding it from me. So right now, Lord, I reach out. I believe in you. I have confidence in you. I believe I receive that blessing. I obtain that blessing. I have the request that I asked of you. I have it now. I take it now. I receive it now. I believe it now. And I thank you now. I have it. I got it. It's mine. It's mine because I've received it. I trust in you that you're faithful, Lord. And I'm true to your word. And I thank you that it's mine now. And I thank you, Lord, that it's going to come to pass in my life. I've believed it. I've received it. And I thank you for it, Lord. And I thank you that that wisdom's going to come to my mind. I thank you that that healing's going to spring up in my body. I thank you, Lord, that that blessing now is at work in my life. 